0: if you know me and lexi you know that we are both quite the bookworms and we've got something exciting to share with you all today have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore unsure of what to pick up next well we've discovered a game changer book of the month this isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription it's like having a book loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month trust me their selections are always spot on this month i can't wait to dive into real americans by rachel kong what makes book of the month stand out it's the simplicity no more decision fatigue at the bookstore just a curated selection of top-notch reads waiting to sweep you away lexi and i had a blast picking from a variety of genres from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances but what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you. Let's talk about something that
1: affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier, Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today.
0: Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in
1: our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow.
0: We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something year old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. I just hope everybody is doing extremely well in this spring, spring, spring season. I know it's been filled with a lot of just different vibes. I don't know if that's for everybody else, but I know I'm coming into this conversation knowing that I desperately need to have it. Y'all do not know what it has taken for us to be on this call, tech issues on tech issues, which just seems to be the name of the game. And I'm taking all of those hurdles and trying to channel it into one big woosah. So that's just my honest how I'm coming into the conversation. But Liv, how you feeling?
0: Girl, girl, y'all, Mercury has been retrograding. I think I need three wusas. So on top of your (laughs) Woosah, I feel the exact same way. You know, it's really cool to be in a new season. Shout out to all the Tauruses out in the world, my fellow Earth sign babies. I love you guys so much. I hope that you guys have been enjoying this season um, of life and truly just doing whatever pleases you. I know a tourist loves to stay at home and just loves consistent vibes. So do whatever you can to, you know, prepare for summer because summer is around the corner and I'm really excited. And if you know me, I'm constantly manifesting, shaking my ass somewhere on a beach. So I, <laughs> she's am, really trying to make it happen this year y'all today. This year is going to be the year that it happens. So I'm excited about that, but Y'all already know. Let's just get straight into this Pulse check. Mm -hmm. Shall I kick it off? Yeah, go for it. Well, what's been going on in my life? Guys, I'm so excited to say that I have not re-downloaded a dating app this entire year. (laughs) And this has been a constant thing on the podcast where I say that I'm done with the dating apps and then I re-download them two hours later. But... I guess rehab must have really done me something, you know, well because I have not downloaded them, and I just feel like I am in my me season. You don't, know Issa Rae was like, you need to be in your you season. Like I feel like I'm in my me season, and it's just been really cool feeling all of the creative vibes. It's crazy how much I feel like my mind is cleared mm. when I'm not focusing on a crush. I love mm-hmm. a crush but my mind feels clear, baby girl. So.
1: I think I'm really happy you gave us an update on this because I think that people have been wondering because we haven't done a lot lot of love conversations and it feels like that's a big revelation. So for on behalf (laughs) of all the girlies, we love to hear it. We love to hear it.
0: I know. Listen, I, it's, the reason why I don't share my dating life, guys, it's because I take a lot of L's with it. It's not because I don't want to. It's just that when you take an L, you kind of have to sweep that ish under the rug quick or throw it out. Like, I don't want to see it anymore.
1: Until maybe- it's had enough time to marinate that then it's like a good story. But if it's too fresh, it it doesn't serve its purpose.
0: Exactly. So don't worry, y'all. I, I'll start updating y'all on my summer dating shenanigans eventually.
1: Ah, uh, yes, I'm here for that content. Well, I'm already in separation anxiety because, um, as many of you all know, Liv and I obviously live our lives together in North Carolina, but this past month, We're actually separated, um, which is actually around the same time last year, but we were like fresh into moving in with each other. So this feels so different, but we're going to spend almost a month apart just because of family obligations and like our life things. So it's, it's, well, one for me being in Texas is such a, like, is such a relaxing thing. Like I've nothing and I've nothing here to do besides like my few responsibilities and I'm doing nothing and I talk about clear my mind feels clear. Like I'm having ideas of like things that I want to do and things that make me happy. And I'm getting to watch all my favorite shows and just have quiet time and I'm living my best life. <laughs> which feels so rude to say. <laughs> I'm like, I have nobody to that needs me right now, but I'm having a blast. So life's treating me well.
0: Well, I'm really happy to hear that because the past few pulse checks, y'all, y'all know every week, Lexi comes on the show and she's like, I am just so busy and I'm just so booked. So y'all, when she says that her equilibrium really returns when she is just doing nothing, she really, she really means that.
1: And did I not send you a video? I never send you stuff like unsolicited when I'm on trips. I sent Liv like me doing a 360 in my backyard pool while watching Shark Tank and just chilling. That was joy. That was joy bottled up.
0: She was the happiest I'd seen her in years. (laughs) But I love that. This pulse check feels like good things are on the horizon. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. love that for us. Y'all, I don't know about how, you know, y'all are feeling with the world and everything that's been going on, but it just feels like there is so much, so much noise happening on social media, on the news. And Lexi and I have been having a lot of conversations on the overconsumption that is plaguing TikTok, Instagram, like we're constantly consuming things. And if you didn't notice last week we took a break from putting out an episode. We usually, you know, never miss a beat when we put out weekly episodes, but we really just wanted to take some time to reflect on the content that we uh, you know, put out there. We've been doing this for the past almost four years now, and we have over a hundred episodes. And sometimes it can just feel like wow. We do not want to put anything else on the internet that doesn't feel relevant, doesn't feel timely, doesn't feel like it's actually going to benefit the lives of others. We would hate to be people that just talk to talk. Mm. And so we wanted to come to this conversation, exploring how we can stay grounded with the overconsumption that is out in the world right now, because it can just feel very overwhelming.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited for this conversation. Because I think, Lib, we've been sitting in a space of just like really meditating on like what happens to our sense of self when we're in that constant state of overconsumption. And I think we don't always unpack what that means, because this isn't you know, I think we've reached a point in our society where we recognize that you can't be completely off the grid. Like there's, you know, that's almost dystopian and like so privileged to say, like, oh, like I can just never be on anything. And even the people that are like, oh, I'm not on Instagram or I'm not on Facebook or I'm not on these things, they're like, oh, but I watch YouTube shorts. And I'm like, yeah, because that's where we're at. Like they're gonna get you. They gonna get you somewhere. And that idea of reflecting on how we felt in very different ways of the overconsumption, whether that's just like being physically on social media platforms for too long and feeling ourselves kind of disconnecting and disassociating to also just like the weight of news and consumption of like the content whether that's getting roped into like the social media influencers back and forth and like the latest social media drama or just like the state of the world politically like safety environment like all those things and so I think that idea of really reflecting on what happens when we stay in that overconsumption state is something that I'm really excited to kind of reflect back to the listeners and kind of hear how other folks have been impacted by that. So Liv, what, what was it kind of for you? Like, was it just being on the platforms for too long? Did you feel like you were losing your creative voice? Like, how did you know it was potentially getting to be too much?
0: That's a really good question because I was a social media girl. Like, I always love studying the culture of social media, how people became influencers, what psychologically uh, gravitated people towards others on social media, like the community aspect of it all. And last year was the first year where I finally stopped watching strategies and I stopped trying to aim to make money from social media. Cause I guess my Capricorn brand was like, Oh, let me look at these people to see how I can create a business from this structure. Um, I never really grew up being allowed to be on social media. So maybe that made me more interested in it all. But to me, I realized that a lot of the content that I was consuming had nothing to do with my life. And it was actually very negative. And when I say it had nothing to do with my life, like I'm talking about the shade room, right? Like we're, mm-hmm. we're talking about other people's lives. We're talking about gossiping. We're talking about, mm-hmm. porn, which kind of capitalizes on other people's insecurities or, you know, traumatic events or, you know, just basic pop culture news. And to me, there just wasn't a place in my life where I felt like I could get away from it. So I had to start setting boundaries with the things that I consumed and the uh, people that I followed. Because also, I think I found that my beauty standards are subconsciously were completely off. I was following very thin, lighter skin, like uh light eyes type of models just because i'm like yo they're just absolutely gorgeous but at the same time i'm like how like what is that doing so it was just this self discovery journey to understanding what i was consuming and why i was consuming it
1: yeah cuz i think even that idea that you said of some of the content being like centered on other people's insecurities or just straight up being gossip they do profit off of our attention span, like grabbing our attention and being able to kind of escalate that. And oftentimes we're subconscious in that consumption of the information. And then in like major issues, when we're talking to like politics or the state of the world, then we don't want to engage in that because it's too overwhelming to think about it. So it's like, how do we have two sides of this very complicated coin happening and i agree with you like it takes a little bit of time to really say like whoa how has this impacted me consuming all of this and i know for myself i think we've kind of joked about it a couple of times that i'm like a very quiet person like i'm very to myself you would think that i'm having 12,000 conversations in my head but i'm really just having none if not like maybe one um and it's really just kind of what's in front of me and i think i was realizing like i was so exhausted by the end of my day, because there was so much that I was holding on to from what I was consuming. And there wasn't this place where I could release that or just be in my thoughts or just kind of really somatically just be with myself. And so I think the revelation for me was not necessarily who I was following or all this stuff. It was actually just realizing that like, I don't have a moment of quiet. Like I am the type I'm waking up, I'm getting on social media, like for a few minutes before my alarm clock. And then I'm at work and I really am not on social media at work. So when I get home, yeah, I kind of want to tap back into the culture and I didn't want to give that up. Like, I feel like my relationship with social media is not like I'm on it all the time, but I was like, yeah, I want to like see what people sent me on TikTok and stuff like that. So instead for me, I started driving to work not listening to music, not listening to podcasts, like just sitting in the car. And I have not done that in like, since I started driving. And that was kind of one of my reclaiming. Like I didn't need to listen to like the NPR news segment. I didn't need to listen to that podcast. Like I just needed to sit. And that became like the moment that I could as I'm driving into work, just kind of release whatever tensions I was holding on. And when I was driving home, just kind of let go of whatever like thoughts or weight I was carrying from the day so that when I got home, I wasn't consuming the media to disassociate from my day, but like rather to like actually enjoy it. And that way I feel like, going into it with a different mindset gave me a different like, oh, okay, well, this is obviously getting too grim, like I'm going to get off or that's all the things people sent me like now I'm going to go cook dinner. And so I agree that that level of self awareness really helps you evaluate what your n- next step should be because it doesn't mean that you need to go dark and like, off the grid from social you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. And that piece of the self-awareness piece, I think is the most critical. And I love what you said about the power of being present and grounding yourself. When you wake up and you go straight to social media, you're not having that active time to root yourself and your intention for the day. And Gen Z, like we're tired, you know, like we talk about this all the time where when we look at the housing market, when we look at career trajectory, when we look at the economy, it just feels so grim. So it makes sense that when we have the opportunity to turn off our brain and to doom scroll and to look at people living like lavish lives that we haven't been able to live, like it makes sense that we are attracted to that. My thing is that we have to really start thinking critically about what type of life we want to cultivate so that we can actually produce that rather than consume it and you do (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah retweet retweet keep going because because it really just again doesn't come down to going completely dark I still love social media and the resources I love Tabitha Brown Tabitha Brown would not be here without social media, and a lot of the people that I love, you know, on social media, like, have inspired me to create change. But how are how am I creating change so that I can inspire other people? You know, like consuming can only get us so far, and so I think it'd be really dope if we kind of sat and what are some grounding grounding techniques to really help people. Move throughout their day without feeling like they need to go to social media and i can I can kick this off because y'all, I recently got an alarm clock because I needed to set that boundary between reaching for my phone and pressing snooze or reaching for my phone and looking at Instagram as soon as I wake up nobody's nothing's going on at eight am on Instagram. Like we do it every single day, but nothing's really going on when we, when we look at our phones and oftentimes if there is something going on, it can cause us a lot of anxiety. Like, you know, when we see tragic deaths happening and that's the first thing that you see when you wake up on, on in the morning, that's going to set the tone for the rest of uh, the rest of the day, because we don't realize how we have created a relationship with a lot of the people or the things that we see these parasocial relationships um you know with people on the internet so it's just so important to understand what is what is standing in the way of you being able to ground yourself in the morning
1: yeah in a group that like is very much kind of helping me put into practice this idea, the one of the like, kind of very wise women that I get to be in space with was like, Grounding should be like taking a shower. Like, you shouldn't start your day without it. Like, that should be what refreshes you. And I think a lot of people get, you know, we've talked about manifestation, all that. And I think that's one of those things that people are like, oh, it's that thing I can't really understand. But it really is, like you said, just these moments of being present. And I don't think people need to radically change their routine to do that. You know, I often, when I find myself losing that, That presence, I go back to some very basic things like just wiggling my toes when I wake up. Like, do I really know what my toes feel like? Or when I'm taking a shower, like really feeling the water on me with no music, like just be with yourself and be present in those moments. And I think that's a great way for me to just start my day knowing how my body is feeling, how my mind is feeling, and, you know, being intentional
0: about that. Absolutely. Meditation and not having any music is something that I actually really struggle with as well. I accidentally left my headphones in a friend's car last week and I had to go a whole day without listening to music, you know, with my headphones. And I was struggling. I feel like sometimes we don't recognize how hard it is to be in silence and to be still Because again, we're listening to so much noise, we're talking to our friends, we're doing anything but just sitting with ourselves. And I'm a firm believer that all of the answers and everything that we need is within ourselves. And the only way that you can access that is by sitting still and by accepting the light and dark sides of yourself to kind of surface. Like, what are you thinking about when you're still? Like, where do those thoughts stem from? where do those experience like what were those experiences that caused you to feel this way and that's the way that you can really come to self-liberation by knowing yourself they always say that especially with creativity you know yourself the more you know yourself the better kind of art that you can create so this is just an invitation for those to understand what they're consuming really evaluate it and ground themselves in techniques and boundaries uh, with social media
1: couldn't agree more and i'm excited for people to like take a beat and really ask themselves these same questions and let us know like what are you thinking about do you feel overwhelmed or over consuming
0: things and what are things that you're doing in your day-to-day to to try and ground yourself love that. And with that being said, we will see y'all next week with peace, love, blessings. Bye y'all. Bye. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast.
1: As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.